breaking news here on CBS Sports HQ, and it is shocking news. Andrew Luck has reportedly informed the Colts that he is going to retire from football. Again, Andrew Luck has informed the Colts that he will retire from the game. Dealing with a high ankle sprain is what has kept him out of the preseason, and Andrew Luck, just six seasons into his NFL career, he was a former first-round pick, first overall pick in 2012, and Andrew Luck is calling it a career. All right, poor sports fans. Uh, thanks for thanks and welcome back. We are here for episode eleven of the Poor Sports Podcast. I'm your host Jake Kelly. I'm live in studio with Jeremy Collins. Jeremy, say what's up to everyone. What's up? We're missing one member of our crew. He's on a baseball road trip watching Cubs and Wrigley. Yeah, I don't know who they're playing, but yeah. So uh, for those for those people who are wondering, Lee, our uh, our third member of the Sports Sports Squad. Uh, yeah, he's he's down south, south of the border. But I think we'll be able to pick up the slack without him. Yeah, I think so. I think we got this. So uh, obviously, as you know, uh, big news coming out of the NFL, coming out of Indianapolis, star quarterback, MVP candidate. A lot of people thought Andrew Luck suddenly retired from the league citing uh the mental stress and uh as well as the the physical he he was just chronically injured and so on so jeremy let's let's try to unpack this a little bit what do you think here? Th- this was a truly where were you moment it's yeah. the first time in a long time i remember having to message everyone and anyone who's interested in football being like Whoa. what's going on yeah how, how did you find out about the in- I think I think it was you. <laughs> <laughs> so I <laughs> to found be honest. I found out in our fantasy football group chat. Oh, that's and right. It, and it was just a photo posted from of, from Instagram. It didn't have a verified check mark or anything. I thought it was so fake. I, I thought it was a joke. I thought it was fake. I, I why would yeah. Andrew Luck, one of the top quarterbacks in the game on a team that's going to be a, was going to be a Super Bowl favorite? Yeah. Why would he walk away from the game after less than ten years, leaving how much money on the table? I mean, he got to take some of it with him, but yeah, yeah. You know, I've I've said that I don't necessarily envy these NFL quarterbacks, just in the in the sense of how much they like. That's a lot of mental stress that you got to put on yourself every single week, week in and week out. If you don't perform, you know, you're getting just raked across the coals. You've got to be on, like, uh, you just got to be so mentally there, and it's it's a. That's a tough job. I understand you're making a lot of money, but that is a tough, mentally draining job. Uh, I would, so there's that. So, and if, he's, if you're always hurt, man, like, wait, he's had like a lacerated organ, like his, his kidney. Pain, his kidney. Yeah. He, he tore his labrum. He's going through all this stuff. I understand why. If, he, if he's looking at it and thinking, geez, my shoulder is never going to be good enough. I'm not even going to be able to pick up my kid. You know? He's made $100 million. He's a Stanford graduate with an architecture degree. Yeah. Newlywed, new father, not even 30. Yeah. He's made $100 million already? That's what this tweet says. It has 43,000 likes. Okay. Even so, it's not like he comes from money, too. His dad was an NFL quarterback and in the past. XFL commissioner. And he's now the XFL commissioner. He worked in college football. Like, it's not like money was never going to be a big thing for him, right? And, you know, if you're spending your money wisely, you know, yeah. you can just... That money that you lose from not playing, if you invest it properly, you, then 
So do you think this will cause maybe more players to look at it the same way as he did, he is? I think that there's certainly a trend. I think there's certainly a trend. People, well, especially with the uh, the brain <laughs> the brain trauma and so on, and people are are seeing that and knowing, geez, like I won't like. Well, I wouldn't have been surprised at all if it was Jordan Reed that came out and said, "I'm retiring" because he's got 45 concussions now. Yeah, and he's like going to be a vegetable. Yeah. But it was Andrew Luck, and we're at a time in football where the quarterback position doesn't get hit too hard too often. Yeah, however, and Andrew Luck first... got hit more than anyone. Like, <laughs> he was getting nailed behind that offensive yeah. line. It was bad. It was bad. So, I don't know. I do think that it could be a trend. You could say Calvin Johnson. maybe Gronk. Gronk. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, exactly. So Calvin Johnson maybe started it a little bit earlier, and then it... But yeah, Gronk retiring when he... Could easily still be playing. Yeah, he'd easily. be one of the best blocking tight ends in the league. He doesn't yeah. have the receiving threat anymore, but I would have drafted him in you're my fantasy he wasn't, tonight. You're saying he wasn't a receiving threat anymore? Not, not like at the level he was. Okay, fair. But yeah, he's yeah, he's really good. Yeah. Um, has somebody else? I feel like there is someone else that has. Not when I've been watching football. There was uh, Deion, Deion Sanders? Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders, yeah. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if it if it is a trend. Um on that note, I wouldn't be do you think that if he comes back or not? I think I think we haven't seen the last NFL game for Andrew Luck. Really? Interesting. Yeah. I I think we have. I think he's going to get that itch again. Uh people have cuz like right now we have Brady and Breeze who are like the old men in the NFL, right? Sure. So I've seen things where if you can't beat him, join him after Brady leaves. Luck slides in there. Yeah, I guess. I guess we don't know. We don't know what he was going through mentally. It like if he was if he was finding that geez he was actually like dreading game day, or then he might not miss that at all. They couldn't he figure was, out what was going on with his like lower like, and his yeah his lower leg. leg just couldn't get fixed yeah. and so like so that that was just weird. And again, like if he's if you can't throw a football, you can't throw a football, right? And it's kind of important when you're the quarterback. Yeah. Um. So yeah, do I think he's a baby for retiring? I don't. Want, I don't want to like chirp him like that hard on that end. I do think it's. I think it'd be interesting if Cam Newton did it. I think people would be calling him soft. I think people would be Cam Newton would be getting raked over the coals for this way more than what Andrew Luck's getting. Everyone's just okay, fine, fine. But I don't know. Yeah, I, that that's an interesting take because they were both drafted like one year after another, yeah. and careers of like. They're comparable. Yeah, com- very, like, when they're on the field, yeah, they're probably one of the best players on the field. I-, I think it's, like, I think it's almost indisputable, though, that Cam Newton's had a better career than... I'm not going to say undisputable, but... Been, like, to a, been to a Super Bowl. He's, if you want to bring in college, he won at the college level as well. Yeah. He... He's prolific for his rushing touchdown ability as a quarterback. That's... I don't think... I, yeah, I'm going to go here. If Cam Newton was white... People will be singing Cam Newton's praises way more. Instead, Cam Newton gets chastised and raked over the coals. This this doesn't have to be a Cam Newton segment, but I think if Cam Newton was to have retired like this under similar circumstances, he'd be getting killed. He'd be getting killed for it. I, I'm like, because I'm trying to like separate the sport from the human here. Sure. Uh, so as a human, like you can do what you want. Good for Andrew Luck getting out when he can mm-hmm. and. I'm gonna. I would chastise Cam Newton for the same thing I'm gonna chastise Andrew Luck for. Yeah, it's two less than two weeks before your team has their opening game of the NFL season. Yes, that's ridiculous. That's that's to me. 
I my mind went there as well, saying, "What the hell? It's two weeks before. How are you going to do it? Like, did you not know? Honestly, maybe he might have known. Like, geez, if I can't get this together, I might retire. But I think." If anything, it's two weeks before, and he's going, I'm nowhere close. So so now their starter's going to be Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. Arguably one of the best backups yeah. in the league prior to Andrew Luck retiring. So now he's the starter. Their now quarterback room is him and a guy who's never taken an NFL snap, Chad yeah. Kelly. Yeah, that's that's not great. I, I think Andrew Luck should have kept the team like in in his thoughts the entire process, because I think the Colts maybe probably would have... Yeah. Anyone. Like Josh McCown, maybe. Yeah. Or you know, there's there's definitely yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. At least maybe just say hey, I don't know. Don't know if I'm gonna. Ryan Fitzpatrick go from one smart quarterback to another. Stanford. Harvard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. I. I don't know. I think. Yeah. It, so another big thing that came up, and this hits close to home, being as we're Toronto Raptors fans here. Whenever the Raptors, whenever Kevin Durant went down, Raptors fans infamously cheered. Heat of the moment. Heat of the moment, right? Same thing, perhaps, at the Colts game. Word got out mid-game that Andrew Luck was retiring. And as he was walking off the field, because I think he realized word was getting out, they were booing the hell out of him. What do you think about the booing? I think the booing's distasteful and, like, but, like, you have a, I have a couple beers in me, and like yeah. Andrew Luck's on my fantasy team. Uh huh. He's like who or I'm putting he's, my. He's the quarterback of the team. Of I'm my hoping, favorite yeah, team that I have season tickets for. Yeah. And he's supposed to be there for the next ten years. You know, you're thinking, I, I think I would I would be angry and yell first, only because I don't want to cry in a stadium of fifty thousand. Yeah, people. maybe. <laughs> I think also like you don't know the whole story, and and. Uh, it's now we're now a couple days removed from it, and we can think about it. I know that whenever I first heard about it, I went, "What the like? Oh my gosh, that's that's pathetic." Yeah, you know. And then you kind of look back and go, "Oh wow, okay, he's he's really hurt all the time," and you know. So, and there, there is some one last point. It is interesting how you know, I fans out there, I want you to like have a bad, like worst quality of life, so that. My Sundays yeah. are better, you know. Kind of get over yourself, fans. Like you're not, you're not that important. Uh, a announcer on Fox Sports, he tweeted out, uh, "Retiring because you don't want to rehab is the most millennial thing ever." Yeah, Doug Gottlieb. Yeah, and he's the guy that I'm pretty sure he was like stealing high school kids. Steal- he's stealing credit cards. cards in high school or college. In college, yeah. Talk about taking the easy way out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't. Yeah, that was that was a bad take. I think, but it might have just been a take to get his his his. Uh, Name in people's mouths, if you will. But yeah, and, and if you've never lacerated an organ like Andrew Luck has, don't yeah. don't say anything about him being tough. Yeah, yeah, because that's ridiculous. So, what do you think is more likely for Andrew Luck? Plays any more NFL games or plays one XFL game? He'll play. Oh, that's a good question. So, yeah. So, for the people at home, I know we touched on it, but Oliver Luck is. Andrew Luck's dad, and he's the commissioner of the new founded league, the XFL. I don't know if he that it would just be hilarious if that happened. I don't think he. I don't think so. I wonder if there's like a. I'll practice, say NFL game. I wonder if there's like a an agreement in place where if a player has an NFL contract, he's not allowed to play in the XFL. Yeah, because I know in the CFL so. up here when the 
double double AF folded. Okay, they, yeah. they had to like wait weeks until after it was like ex- like especially folded to be like okay now we can like try out these players. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I don't think Andrew Luck will play in the XFL. If he wanted to play football, he'd be playing in the NFL, right? And they, and it does it would I think it would almost be a bad look for the XFL that like you know Daddy had to bring in his son to like. But I mean, it's Vince McMahon, so yeah. I wouldn't put it past him. No. I wouldn't put it past him. He's had Mike Tyson perform after biting someone's ear off. He's, yeah. It's anything for those De Niro's. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we'll wrap it up uh, soon, but uh, Hall of Fame for Andrew Luck, what do you think? No. No, I don't think so either. He he just didn't play long enough. He didn't didn't really win anything. Yeah, the big thing I told you off air is he, he's never even beaten Belichick. No. No. Cam Newton has. Yeah. Last year he beat him 33-30. So... I don't think so. I think if he, he was I, certainly on the trajectory yeah, too. His trajectory, if but, he would have followed for like another six, seven, eight years, yeah, for probably first ballot, probably, yeah, he probably would have just racked up enough, just pure yardage, yeah, <laughs> more than anything, right? And you, who knows if you win a Super Bowl, but he'd be, they'd be there. Did you see the guy who put a thousand dollars down on yes, Andrew Luck to that's, win? That's so sad. That's so sad. Also, he hadn't taken a preseason snap yet. I think that's a bad bet. That's when the odds are the best. That's when the odds are the best. Yeah, <laughs> thousand bucks though. Yeah, that's you don't gamble that money unless you have that money to lose. That's I hope you hope. Yeah, you hope. Um, but yeah, so I guess we won't. You want to end it there on Andrew Luck? Yeah, I just hope that he's happy, and I hope the Colts don't flounder. Or I hope they, if they're gonna flounder. I want them to like lose like they did when they lost Peyton. Yeah, and and get another and, and get one. Get Tua. Yeah, get Tua. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I. They, they've had twenty years of Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck, and only one Super Bowl to show for it. Wow, really? Yeah. Peyton Manning only won one Super Bowl. Yep. One Super Bowl with the Colts. No, I don't think so. I think you're wrong. Nope. I'll bet you're right here on air. Okay, maybe you are right. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Only one. Only one Super Bowl win huh. between the two of them over huh. 20 years. I thought that he had two. That's a waste. That is a waste. That's yeah. That's a lot of that's a lot of choking in the playoffs right yeah. there. That's what that is. That's a lot of Patriots. That's that is a lot of pi- 20 years. <laughs> 20, about 20 years worth of Tom Brady. <laughs> uh, another crazy thing. Yeah. RG3 outlasted Andrew Luck in the NFL. Wow. Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah. Huh. Never would have never would have guessed that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I Andrew Luck didn't even win Rookie of the Year. Really? Yeah. Who RG3. did? RG three. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So Luck's not a Hall of Famer. No. As absolutely much as I not. liked him, and he was my fancy quarterback. Yeah, and he was really like, he was really good. He's really not fun a Hall to of watch, famer. but yeah, not not yeah. a Hall of Famer in these books. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we'll end it off there, but uh, stay with us. We've got uh, a lot more coming. We're going to get into just kind of uh, some rapid fire next, uh, right after the break. All right, so stay with us right here on Poor Sports. Hey, guys, it's Jake here. Uh, going to give you a little betting advice. Uh, so I'm going to look at the FIBA World Cup for basketball. Here's what I want you to do. France versus Germany. You're going to take France. Brazil versus New, Ze- uh, New Zealand, excuse me. You're going to take Brazil. 
And then this one hurts to say, Australia versus Canada. You're going to take Australia. You're going to parlay those together. Right now, that's, those odds are at minus 111. So for some contacts, a $20 bet returns $38.07. France is a favorite in this tournament, and Germany isn't the team that they uh, they once were with Dirk Nowitzki anymore. Uh, Brazil always has good teams, and New Zealand isn't that good. And this Australia team, in case you didn't see, actually beat the United States and Canada. Uh, all of our big guys are out, unfortunately. So uh, those are the bets to take. The FIBA World Cup is starting up uh next week uh so this is for saturday sorry excuse me sunday september 1st take those bets and uh, bet with jake and you can follow me on instagram at j-a-k-e-l-l-e-y jake kelly the number one and of course on poor sports It is time for the two-minute drill. So if you're new to the show or you haven't listened to this part, uh, this part before, uh, how this works is we have a bunch of different uh, topics that are just have been in the world of sports over the last week or so, and we just talk about them for about two minutes or so just to give you uh, our broad sports knowledge on full display here. So or lack thereof. Yeah, it depends. <laughs> no, uh, no soccer this week, no... No yeah. cricket, no Little League World Series. Yeah, we, we stuck to the big four this week. That's okay. Uh, so we'll, we'll just start off. Uh, Jeremy was was upset about something. The NHL Network came out with their goalie rankings. Frederick Anderson wasn't even in the top ten. Freddie is so steady. Talk to he the should people. be there. They had Jordan Bennington. I get it. He's a Stanley Cup champion. Frederick Anderson is an amazing goalie. Yeah. And they had John Gibson, who I think is the best goalie in the entire league, mm-hmm. at 10. And I think these are just ridiculous. It's the NHL Network. These must be like a whole bunch of interns. Everyone's taking the summer off. So these interns are putting out crazy rankings. Last week it was defense. This week it's the goaltenders. Yeah, it was uh, It was Vasilevsky was first, which I think is fine. Yeah, it's all right. Right, and then Sergei Bobrovsky. Yeah, okay. Maybe, like He's the only guy on the list, I think, with two Vesnas. Bobrovsky has to. Yeah, okay, fair enough. And then number three was who? Sorry, I'm just going to look this up real quick. Number two, number three. I know number four was Price. Number three was Ben Bishop. Ben Bishop, that's right. Ben Bishop, who people didn't even know if he was good enough to to play anymore. Dallas took him, and now he's like, all right. This is this is really just like not me like ranking goalies because they probably did the same thing I would have done. Well, I would have put John Gibson at one, Andre Vasilevsky at two, and then for three through ten, I would have just picked names out of a hat. Yeah. Because that's goaltending. Yeah, you, fair you, enough. You can't, you can't rank them on that large of a scale. Yeah. Goalies, like, everybody says, when hockey's in the playoffs, just whoever has yeah, the hardest got goal. The whole, yeah, exactly. So, well, and we saw that with Bennington. Yeah. So yeah. he was, like, the flavor of the month. Yeah, pretty much. You think Bennington is the, is the starting goalie for them all year this year? Yeah, but I don't think he starts more than 
52 games. Okay, that's that's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I just don't think, like, the previous year they had to try and find another AHL team to put them on because they yeah. weren't playing them on, on their yeah. AHL team. Yeah. Uh, it was Boston's, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they didn't have the pedigree. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't have the pedigree. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I agree, I agree with Vasilevsky being top, him and Bob, but a lot of Russians, eh? Yeah, that's weird. Aren't we supposed to be the No, because that, that's why Joe Boeing always gets really butthurt because the OHL or the CHL in general for a year banned Euro goalies because our goalies weren't stepping up to the plate. Huh. And now they're like, okay, like that's pretty dumb. That's just going to put our forwards back and our defense back yeah. if they're not playing against the best goalies in the world. Yeah. So yeah, that's – yeah. They're, they're just training them better over in Europe. I guess so, eh? Yeah, Europe and Russia. Yeah. Like, Interesting. All right, well, we'll move on. Uh, we're going to stick with hockey. Austin Matthews came out and said that he uh, would love to be named team captain. I feel like he is just doing everything he can to, to get that C on his sweater. So, yeah, that's like it's between him, him, Riley, and Tavares, and you can't really go wrong. I don't think there's a bad choice there. Tavares, I wouldn't. I, I kind of want like that lifelong leaf as a captain. So, like, yeah. Tavares is a, the great first alternate, but uh, Matthews or Riley. There's times in the season where I'm like, oh, Riley, but really, Matthew should be the guy. And especially with, uh, if you heard today, Brian Burke came out and said he thinks Austin Matthews is going to leave in five years. I think. Shut up, Brian Burke. Even if that was the case, Brian Burke doesn't know anything. He also said last year they were going to trade William Nylander. That didn't happen. Yeah, that didn't happen. So he's so far out to launch on that. But I think Austin Matthews is your captain for the foreseeable future. Like, hopefully until he retires. I'm intrigued about what you said about John Tavares. You want the lifelong leave. Why? Matt Sundin wasn't a lifelong. No, leaf. he wasn't. Can't, like, he, but I, I, I think that's like makes it more romantic. Yeah, I guess so. I, uh, I'm not, yeah. I'm not attached to it. Like, I'm not gonna fight tooth and nail for it. But yeah, if, if I'm, why do you even need to have the captain? That's my question. You don't. You don't. You don't. And it, if anything, it just seems a little bit, you know, Outdated. old. Yeah, yeah. That you have. Unless, unless you're a coach that you know there is a clear cut captain like in that room, then you can tell. Then so so then there's like because like especially that's not the case at all, especially in the Leafs room. But the captain, in theory, their job is to take the ceremonial face off, right? Beginning of mm. every game and stuff. But I think it'd be kind of neat if you like played matchups. So if you're having a ceremonial face off versus the Islanders, John Tavares goes and takes it. Ah, I see. In Phoenix, Matthews takes it. Yeah, okay. West Coast, Riley takes it. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah fair enough. But yeah, if I had to put, put money on somebody, it's Matthews being a captain, and it's going to be named before the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. What I want to see, it always gets back to Mitch for some reason. You, you, yeah, you have. You got to work on this. Because uh, you, you are just. So I want Mitch Marner's contract to be signed, and then on the same day, announce that Austin Matthews is the captain of the Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> to completely overshadow him and say, yeah, you're not that big, Mitch. So Get out of here. We're going to move on. We're going uh, to stick with Toronto sports teams here, though. Uh, the Raptors, an alleged court design got leaked. It's a throwback, right? The purple, the black. I think this is interesting just because, you know, they won the, the championship, but then, like, their star guy left. So I, it's almost like you need a rebrand a little this bit. This is a celebratory season. Is, it, is this 25 years as well? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, they were they're ninety seven. Yeah. So no. then, no, it's not. No, I think it's not. I don't think it's twenty five years. So, regardless, so I just personally, I don't like it. 
I don't know what we're really like celebrating by going back They're to that. They're not going to win this year. You still got like most of the guys that won though, and it's going to be like a fun season. So like you're going to see Siakam take that next try and be the guy. Yeah. Kyle Lowry's probably swan song and like the young guys are going to get some run. So and I love the old school jerseys. So put it on there. The one thing about the actual design of the court, I've been in the past super against paint inside the arc. But I think the purple looks good in the arc. What do you mean? Like, so it, we'll post it on the Instagram. Like, okay. It's like all within, like, between the key and the arc. Oh, it's all, it's purple. all purple. Oh, I guess it just didn't look close enough at that. Yeah. Interesting. That's an old school look. That's, a That's very an old, old school, school look. look. Interesting. Yeah. I don't hate it. I, I don't know. I'm just in part. I just feel like that, like, the time in the Raptors franchise history with those jerseys and that look wasn't very good. Like, we didn't win a lot of games. We had the whole Vince Carter saga. You know, we we're a perennial, we we're laughing stock. I don't know why you're. What do you feel about the Husky jerseys? I thought those were cool. I think those are cool. But I think the fact that we're not named the Huskies is a joke within itself. Yeah. We're named after Jurassic Park. That's a joke. But, anyways, move, moving on to a person who was a, an old Raptor player. I don't think he was there during that era, but Andrea Bargnani, this, this was making his friends on social media. He, uh, on his Instagram, uh, someone came up and saw this that it says, Andrea Bargnani, he's a DJ, influencer, blogger, lifestyle advisor, mental coach, PR guru, trendsetter, film producer, model. Helicopter pilot, astronaut training, and stay-at-home dad. How many it, of those are lies? <laughs> I think they're probably all true in some capacity. Astronaut? Astronaut training. Okay, training. Yeah. Why didn't he say anything about being a former basketball player? Because he's forgetting about that life. He, he's more than just an athlete. I guess it, so. This is this is chapter two in his life, or three or four, or whatever. And yeah, I guess it's like all stuff that he's currently doing. Yeah, and I think it's just kind of humorous. I think so too. Yeah, he, he. I think he's probably being a little bit coy and showing the people. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe just when when this was making the rounds. Uh, did you see Lewenberg's tweet about it? No. So he said tweet out some fun facts because of course he was covering the Raptors during Bargnani's time in Toronto. He used to have a cases of Lego. Delivered to his condo and would build models in his spare time. He would wish people good morning at all hours of the day. <laughs> and the most surprising, he loathed primo pasta. Really? Yeah. That's funny. I I could see that though, right? <laughs> yeah. Probably like this is this isn't like this is crap. Yeah. I hate this. <laughs> That's funny. But eh, I'm I'm so happy that. Like, the fact that we got what we got for Andre Bargnani, just the fact that we got someone to take his contract was amazing. Yeah. And then, that because that trade was so bad, the New York Knicks didn't want to deal with us anymore, so we kept Kyle, Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry. And now here we are, NBA champions. M- NBA champion Kyle Lowry. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyways, we'll, t- uh, we'll move on here. Uh, th- another thing on social media, actually. Uh, Carly Lloyd, she's a, the female, a U.S. female soccer player. She drilled a 55-yard field goal. Not just one. She drilled a couple. A couple. Sure. And uh, she's now on record saying that she thinks that females could be kickers in the NFL. Uh, what do we think about this? I don't see why not. If there's going to be one position in football, they're, like she seems to be able to do it pretty well. Yeah. You, you just you, you got to kick the ball if you're good at it. It's, it's very, it's very uh, just... 
performance-based. I'll, I'll use an example. I have a friend who he went down south. He was a very good athlete in, in general, uh, but his two best were sprinting and soccer. He could have went and played Division One in either or, right? He decided to go with sprinting. said, how come? He goes, with sprinting, it's just as simple. You're either first or second or third or fourth. There's no politics. There's no kind of BS, right? It's pretty much the same thing. If you go 100% on field goals, then you're a good kicker. Yeah. There's no there's no room for debate there, right? So I like I, that. Yeah. So I think that, um, I mean, sure, like, do it. You know, you might, some people might say, well, it might be weird in the locker room or something like that. Just, but I don't know. Kickers already got made fun of Kicker, enough. Yeah. Yeah. And really, like, you think the kickers, like, are hanging out with, like, the guys on the offensive line all the time? Probably not that often. Like, I think that it's a big enough and football whoever, team. Whoever it is hitting 55, 60 yard field goals, they don't care. No. If you can hit it with the clock expiring, they don't care. Yeah. I, I would assume, no. So, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. But anyways, we'll move on. We'll stay with uh, some football here. Ezekiel Elliott's still not signed. Nope. Ziku? Yeah. Ziku? He's, if if I had him on my fantasy roster, I'd be getting nervous. Like, yeah, it started out as a joke, and it's not anymore. I, I We're getting one I still week think, closer. I still like, think he plays 16 games. Yeah, I... I'm sure he's training, but they, they apparently they only offer, they offer him less money than Todd Gurley. Yeah, you don't hold out for the second. You don't most. hold out for less money than Todd Gurley. May, like maybe the same amount, but I, I'd be I'd be pretty petty and I'd want a dollar more. The, yeah, <laughs> didn't and then they just signed their like middle linebacker or something, right? Yeah. So what's his name? Uh, you, Smith is it uh, Tavon or J- oh, Jay something? I don't know. They signed their middle linebacker to like a, a huge contract yeah, when they, extension. When they have Dak and Cooper and, and Zeke to pay. So I don't know. I was that's our fancy football show in there that we don't have like an IDP league. We're, we're just all worried about one side of the ball. Yes, that's so true. That's so true because this guy's a star. But I I have no clue what his name is because he. I was right. Jalen Smith. Jalen Smith. Yeah. Jalen Smith. There you go. So I won't talk about Zeke too much here. Just. We all know what the deal is with Zeke. It's just, it's getting closer every day. You just, have to keep two of the three of them. Who do you keep? Zeke and Amari Cooper. Get rid of Dak? Get rid of Dak. I'm with you. I There's new quarterbacks every single year. I guess there's new... Like, like we've said, Dak is not he's not a, a franchise-changing quarterback. He's a good, solid quarterback. At least five of those get drafted every single year. Yeah. You know? So... All right, and from one diva to the next, we go from Ezekiel Elliott to Antonio Brown. He is uh, he's he's getting a custom created helmet, um, so that it works for him. Uh, this this saga is just getting weirder and weirder and weirder. Uh, Jeremy, what do you think about this Antonio Brown thing? Is it can we just stop talking about his helmet, please? I, like, I'm what's lo- going on here? I'm loving how he's going to make money off this whole him trying to find a helmet thing. It's awesome. Yeah, that's like God bless America. God bless America. Just capitalism 101 here. Is that a salary cap circumvention? If like you can just get another helmet company to pay a part of the guy's contract? No, it's just, uh, ooh, I don't know. Are you doing it for, I don't know. I just, hey, Antonio Brown, I'll tell you what, we got a Raiders helmet here for you. 
and it's uh, autographs by a better Raider. So if you want, you can always come get that, and we, we can pay you a little bit of money if you want, but let us know, Antonio. All right, next up, Dwight Howard has officially signed with the Los Angeles Lakers. We talked about this on last week's pod a little bit, but uh, I'm on record saying that I actually really like this deal for the Lakers. Uh, it's a non-guaranteed deal. He can get cut at any time. So, you know, he's got to come out with a lot to prove. Uh, not last year, but the year before when he was with Charlotte, he averaged 16-12. and 12. Um, I think he'll be a big body. He'll block shots in there. Uh, rebound, Jeremy. What do you think he's, about this? He's not going to play thirty minutes. I think he's going to make the team, so that's great. Uh, he's not going to play thirty. He's going to be like a twenty, twenty-two minute a night guy. Yeah, I think he can really help the team out, especially because he's a mo- more mature player now. Yep. If he can stay healthy, that's the thing with him. If he can stay healthy, I think that he still has a lot left in the tank. I really do. Uh, I'm not a big fantasy basketball guy. Is he fantasy relevant? Uh, well. Last year, no. I think on this, I think this year. This year, I think you can take a late round flyer on him if you want, and no one's gonna no one's gonna fault you on a late round flyer. But I would understand people stay away. But if you can put up anywhere close to what he did with Charlotte, right? Just just the sheer rebounds and the and the field goal percentage, right? Depending on how your league works. Um, but yeah, I think he's I think he's relevant. Nice. We'll see him, between him and Javale McGee. They just they'll pretty much play the same role, right? Go yeah. in, rebound, block shots. Alley oops. Yeah, that's it. You're not running, going to run a lot of plays for them. You know, just do your job. So it'll be good. Anyways, uh, moving on here, the uh, Yankees and the Dodgers. The, the MLB did something fun because the MLB they must be listening to our podcast and hearing that people aren't that tuned into baseball. Yeah, you know, we're coming up on September, so maybe a bit more. But they did this cute little fan thing where they they put nicknames on the back of their jerseys, and all uh, the jerseys were the same. All the jerseys, all white and all black. Correct. Yeah. So it was just it was kind of a neat thing. Um, but the Yankees and the Dodgers were playing each other. The Yankees and the Dodgers don't play each other that often. They're two iconic franchises which never play each other. Hmm. Baseball. Maybe you could just figure that out. Market that. Market and- that. But they. Uh, they and so they were upset that you know these two iconic franchises are playing against each other and they have to wear these gimmicky jerseys. Yeah, you would think like if you're the MLB, let every, like let 28 teams have those white and black jerseys, and then you shine the spotlight. You yeah. have the two teams that are different for the week. Two historic teams. You got the Yankees and you got the Dodgers. Sure. It's been six years since the Yankees played in LA. So yeah, that's 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 a huge deal. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like how the Jays were just came from there. Like, <clears throat> I think it was like Vernon Wells and Alex Rios and a whole bunch of guys that you were like, were like, oh, that's how old. That's how, yeah, wow, Alex Rios. I haven't heard that name in a long time. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think that was a that was a. Uh, we're talking about it, so maybe it was a good move on on baseball's part. But there, there's a like I'm gonna say five or six different managers that just crapped on it. Well, yeah, because it's old school. No, it's not how baseball is. Yeah. This is my. This is how I think all. Baseball purists. Yeah. Where's the Moneyball quote now? What, what's the money? Like, like just any of them. The when uh, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt goes. Yeah. You're playing. You're playing whoever at first. Well, no, I'm the manager and I make those decisions. So, yeah. No, I traded them. Yeah. Baseball's evolving. Yeah. Yeah. Get over it. So. Anyways, uh, moving on. We'll stay with the Yankees, though. They set the home run record with five days left in the month. They've hit 60 home runs. The record was 58, correct? And they hit 59. Uh, and now they're at 60. And there's still five days left in the month. This is this is pretty cool. Like, this is historic. So, uh, what do you think? I, I think somebody can have a job 
in all professional sports, like one each league can employ one person to just divide the record book up. Because we're in a completely different era of baseball now. Yeah. You had the dead ball era. Then you had Babe Ruth come and play. Mm-hmm. Then you had the whole Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds era. The steroid era. The steroid era. Yeah. And now you have launch angle and like analytic era, right? Yeah. You, teams are hitting more home runs than ever before. I still don't think you're going to see a guy hit 72 or more. But you have One through nine. They can all hit 20 home runs. Yeah. So I think in all stats, you can like chop it off and say, okay, from 2015 on... Here's where base, this era ends for baseball and the old records. Because the baseball record books painted like, no one's going to get Cy Young's wins or losses or no. strikeouts or no. games played. Nobody's going to reach Barry Bonds' home runs. No. No, that's, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. That's, that's an, that's but good for the Yankees take. for hitting 60 home runs. Yes. Yeah. That's nuts. That's, yeah. And they got a good team. Yeah. They got a good team. Anyways, well, uh, we'll wrap up two minute drill there. Uh, but stick with us because we got our stretch four segment coming up next on Poor Sports. Poor Sports. Sports fan Jer here with you. Last week, if you bet with me, you won. It was the Tampa Bay two step, and both teams pulled it off. That's week three of the preseason. I'm going to stick with football, but since. There's no relevant football going on in the NFL. We'll go to college ranks. The Battle of Texas. Texas Texas A&M versus Texas State. A&M's favored by 33.5 points. They're not going to cover. So, you take Texas State plus 33.5. With Jake's bet, it was minus 111. Jeremy's bet, minus 110. There you go. Follow me at SportsFanJare on Twitter, at SportsFanJare on the Instagram, and at Poor underscore Sports on the Instagram as well. That's it for this week. We'll have to have Lee make his bet on the IG story. So stay tuned for that. Alright everyone, it's time for Stretch 4. So, if you're not familiar with this, what we do is we take four kind of uh, outrageous statements and uh, we discuss which one we think is the biggest stretch. Which one that we think, there's no way this is going to happen. All of them are pretty out there, but we're going to dis- debate and discuss which one, which one is the most out there. Yes, Because there's only two of us this week, let's go... Most out there and least out there. Sure. Yeah, why not? Yeah. So, uh, as we, as you know, football season right around the corner. And this is a bit of a teaser for next week's show. Next week is our big NFL uh, preview show. So this is a bit of a, uh, a preview for that. All 32 teams next week. All 32 teams next week. Yeah. So, for Stretch 4 this week, we took uh, one statement from each of the big four skill positions. Quarterback, uh, receiver, running back, and tight end. And uh, found a pretty outrageous statement and we'll uh, go through that so Jeremy you ready to play stretch four yes guy let's do it so the first one for quarterback I'll read through them and then we'll discuss okay of course 
Josh Allen throws for over 4,000 yards. Interesting. Todd Gurley has more than 21 touchdowns. Are you just looking at my fantasy team? (laughs) A wide receiver breaks 2,000 yards. Julio wants 3,000. Yeah. And one touchdown, probably. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Julio Jones. I'll give you 3,000 yards and one touchdown. Lastly, uh, for the tight ends, uh, Kittle, Kelsey, and Ertz will not be in the top five receiving yards for tight ends. But they're the, that's like a three-headed monster. That's nuts. So all three of them will not be in the top five receiving oh. yards for tight ends. Or just one of them. Just one of them. We'll go with. Okay, sure. Um, so I'm going to start off by saying you're hating on my quarterback. I am. So I famously have had now Andrew Luck retire, and my whole fantasy league's up in arms because I'm telling them my team is so deep, Josh Allen will be the league-winning quarterback this year. Okay, he's not going to be. I think when he... I might not even play a quarterback against you, Jake. (laughs) So I think that's pretty probable because he's my quarterback. So let's let's read let's read through each statement. Yeah, let's okay. break it down. Josh Allen throws for over four thousand yards. Josh Allen threw for just like, over two thousand last year. Yeah, uh, in twelve games. So it's a, you know, I don't think it's outrageous to say he will only play twelve four, games. Four thousand yards. So that's two hundred fifty yards a game for sixteen games. That revitalized receiving core. Cole Beasley, John Brown. Yep. Another year of Zay Jones. And a, and a better running game. Yep. Is Frank, Frank Gore is a pretty good catching back? Or no, no, it's TJ Yeldon's a big TJ Yeldon's the pass. So, so I, I think 4,000 yards, though, to double, I think that's, that's rough. If he throws for 4,000 yards, I win the league again? If he throws for 4,000 <laughs> yards, you win the league. I, yeah, I would say. Uh, so then Todd Gurley has more than 21 touchdowns. To, total touchdowns. That's how many he had last year, folks, and he played amazing last year. His knees, yeah, his knees are getting gone. run down. Yeah. Todd Gurley going for more than twenty-one total touchdowns. He would, unless that offense is just so good again that and and they do have a good receiving core and Jared Goff that if they they're just always at the five yard line, I could maybe see it, but. I, th- I think they drafted Daryl Henderson, and then last year in the playoffs, they were using C.J. Anderson more in the red zone. Yeah. I just don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. It's a, it's a big stretch. Uh, a wide receiver breaks 2,000 yards. So the leading receiver last year, excuse me, was Julio Jones. He only had 1,677. That's, okay. so that's a lot. This is what has to happen. Travis Kelsey down with injury. Sammy Watkins, down with injury. Tyreek Hill, good boy, all year. Then Tyreek Hill breaks 2,000 yards. Okay, that's a good take. Yeah, he had 1,479 last year. So, 500 extra yards. In theory, that's in a perfect world, that's like seven extra catches for Tyreek Hill. Because he's so fast. And he just... (laughs) Like an 80-yard bombs. Okay, seven extra crazy long yes. catches. Not yeah. just yeah. That's why I said in a perfect world. Yeah. So you're saying that Tyree Kill would be the, the leading candidate. To, no, I I think it would probably be Devontae Adams or DeAndre Hopkins. I don't think DeAndre Hopkins. I, I just don't think that their that, quarterback that, play and I don't think they're a good enough team. Okay. But I th- I think the Tyree Kill is actually that's a really good 
That's it. But still, to get an extra, like, an extra like, quarter. An extra quarter of what Josh Allen threw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last but not least, um, one of Kittle, Kelsey, and Zach Ertz uh, not being in the top five receiving yards. I actually think that that's not, like, horribly unrealistic. Like, I don't want to ever project injuries, cause, so we're going to play no injuries. We're going to say there's sure. 16 games here. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that place, I think I think they're so far ahead of the next group because even that group is a really good group. Yeah. But I think maybe Goddard's really good, and he takes Ertz's job. He's a red zone monster, really good blocker. Mm. Maybe and there's so there's so many mouths to feed in that Philly offense. Yeah, that maybe maybe he falls out. Maybe. Yeah, but this is a hard one this week. All right. So, out of these four, which one do you think is the absolute least likely to happen? The one that you're saying there is no way. Which one is the biggest stretch? Oh, this one's so hard. And he's one of my favorite players to watch, so I hate saying this. Todd Gurley cannot repeat or in better his season from last year. That offense, especially from the Super Bowl, maybe people are going to say, oh, this is what Belichick did. Let's try and repeat it. The offense is going to slow down. And Todd Gurley, still going to be a very good running back. Not 21 touchdown good, though. Yours? All right. My biggest stretch, the thing that I think there is no way this happens is Josh Allen throwing for over 4,000 yards. What? You're saying that, this in a Buffalo Bills t-shirt. I was just about to say, I'm wearing a Buffalo Bills t-shirt. It hurts me to say it. But I, he's not he's not there yet. I think he's going to be a good quarterback. But I just don't think maybe 4,000 4, total yards would be like a touch more realistic because he does run the ball well. Um, but he's not throwing for over 4,000 yards. Quick, quick note on that. That's not happening. Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson this year? Who has more total yards? Lamar Jackson. But that's a good one. That's that's a fair question. We're going to put that one up on the Instagram. Yeah, we will. We will. Um, yeah, I, I just don't think... I think that that Tyreek Hill, that's actually like Patrick Mahomes. I think Patrick Mahomes could have a better year than he did last Oof. year. I think he could. He's gotten a, a, another year. He's just going to get better. Jake's Mr. Quarterback, and the league's going to a more passing league. But I don't know if he can pass anymore. I guess they had Kareem Hunt for the first 10 yeah. games or whatever last year. More than that. Did they? Yeah. Yeah. And then... Uh, so they're not going to run as much when they don't have Kareem Hunt. Yep. Yep. So, um, I Interesting. think... I, could, I, I don't think a wide receiver will break 2,000 yards, but I think it's more plausible than Josh Allen doubling his, his, okay. his throws. Uh, Todd Gurley, like I said, maybe if they're on the five-yard line all the time, but even then, I, I can't really see it happening. Uh, and I think that those three uh, tight ends, uh, Kittle, Kelsey, and Zacherts, are there. Yeah. So I think it's most likely to happen that Kelsey, Kittle, and Ertz, one of them drops out. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I think Ertz is the guy to drop out. They have a lot of mouths to feed. Ertz is the, or Goddard's there, who's like, they drafted in the second round last year. Yeah. And then also... Like, Carson Wentz, he's up and down. Mm-hmm. Had a really bad first year. Hasn't had a playoff win yet. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens there. That's a pretty good stretch for this week. 
We'll have to see what Lee thinks. We're going to get him to shout us out on the Instagram to see what he thinks as well. For sure. For sure. All right, friends. Well... Thanks for listening to episode 11 of the Poor Sports Podcast. We uh, we really appreciate you, uh, every single person who gives the podcast a listen. Uh, follow us on uh, on Instagram at poor underscore sports. Let us know what you want to hear. Uh, we will definitely, uh, we always want to hear from our uh, our listeners and, and talk about things that's interesting to them. So thanks again so much for listening. Uh, again, I'm your host, uh, Jake Kelly, and I'm here with Jeremy Collins. And uh, we'll be back here again next week for the NFL preview show. Thanks again for listening to Poor Sports.